As your word comes forth, oh God, release healings. As your word comes forth, melt out our hearts. As your word comes forth, oh God, make us fruitful. As your word comes forth, oh God, energize us, strengthen us, oh God. As your word comes forth, give us the grace to obey. Let our lives and our destinies never be the same again. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Hallelujah, somebody. Hallelujah, church. I thank the Almighty God for this awesome opportunity to wear my father's shoes this morning. This month, by the grace of God, is a month of godly attitude. And the reason why, let me say something to you. It may seem as if it's the 11th month of the year. The year has almost come to an end. All that you're expecting God to do here, you haven't seen it yet in your life. But this morning, I came to inform you that God is God. It doesn't matter the time we are in or the season we are in. Whatever he has said he will do, that is what you will do. Hallelujah. So when he, the Lord gives us a word, he gives us a word to prepare us for what he's about to do. Tell somebody God is about to do something in your life. But listen, God is about to do something awesome in your life. Hallelujah. Now when we talk about attitude, attitude in general, it refers to behavioral pattern or a conduct of a person. It talks about how a person talks. It talks about how a person thinks. It talks about how a person behaves and relates to others. Attitude is the first thing that anybody will notice about you when they come into contact with you. And it affects how they end up relating to you. You can be respected by your attitude. Or you can be disrespected by your attitude. Sometimes we ask that why is God not blessing me? Sometimes we question God for our, our lack of progress in our lives. Sometimes we blame it on generational curses or stagnation or generational um, barriers. Sometimes we blame it on witches and wizards and demons. But most of the time, our own witches ourselves. We are the reasons why we don't go to the top or don't see the expectations of what we want to see in our lives. That is why this weather that is coming to us this month is going to change our lives. When we talk about attitudes, there are two kinds of attitudes. We have what we call the godly attitude or the positive attitude or the good attitude. And we have the ungodly attitude, which is also a bad attitude or a negative attitude. 
I read something that said a good attitude is an altitude. If your attitude is good, it takes you to the top. But if your attitude is bad, it takes you down. Hallelujah. Now I want to talk to you about what godly attitude is all about. Godly attitude is a behavioral pattern that reflects God. It is an inherent nature of God that he wants all his children to exhibit. Let's have Ephesians 4 verse 17 to 24. Thus I say therefore and testify in the Lord that you should no longer walk as the rest of the Gentiles walk in the futility of their mind. Having their understanding darkened being alienated from the life of God because of the ignorance that is in them, because of the blindness of their heart. Who being past feeling have given themselves over to lewdness to work all uncleanliness with greediness. But you have so learned Christ. If indeed you have heard him and have been taught by him as the truth is in Christ, that you put off concerning your former conduct, the old man, which grows corrupt according to the deceitful lust, and be renewed in the spirit of your mind, that you put on the new man, which was created according to God, in true righteousness and holiness. Tell somebody, God wants you to put on a new man. A new conduct, a new attitude, and it must be a good attitude, of course. Hallelujah. Let's clap for ourselves. When you go on to read uh, Romans 1, verse 18 to 21, it's a very similar verse to this one we just read. Romans 1, verse 18 to 21. For the wrath of God is revealed from heaven against all ungodliness and unrighteousness of men. Who suppress the truth in unrighteousness? Because what they may be known of God is manifest in them, for God has shown it to them. For since the creation of the world, his invisible attributes are clearly seen, being understood by the things that are made, even his eternal power and Godhead, so that they are without excuse. Verse 21. Because although they knew God, they did not glorify him as God, nor were thankful, but became futile in their thoughts and their foolish hearts were darkened. Hallelujah, somebody. Listen, there's a nature of God. This year was our year of Christ-like living. God wants to end the year with a Christ-like attitude. God wants this. I remember one time when Prophet Barton came in last and said, God has noticed this church. Our name, Christ Jubilee, has registered in heaven. God has identified this church. No, the thing is, God cannot identify the church and not take the church to a different dimension. God is about to do something in our That is why he's preparing us for what he's about to do. When we talk about ungodly attitude, it's any behavior and any, any character that does not 
reflect God, simply put. Ungodly attitude is any behavior that does not reflect Christ. The amazing thing is that sometimes we may be in the church. We act different in the church. And when we go outside the church, we act differently. But somebody may question, are you a member of Christ Jubilee? Or where do you go to church? Because your attitude communicates information to that person of where you go and the kind of information or the kind of sermons, the kind of food you are being given. So sometimes, pastor does not know we misbehave outside and we tarnish his image outside. Hallelujah. But because of the image God is about to give to the environment, to this area, God wants us to be transformed. Hallelujah, somebody. Now, how are godly attitude developed? No one is born with a good or bad attitude. Attitude are developed. Nobody, everyone, a child is born, a child is called innocent. It doesn't know good, it doesn't know bad. But when a child begins to grow, it begins to develop attitudes. And one of the first things attitude a child develops is when you give a child something, he tell the thing is for me, so he will not give it back to you. So when I give a child this, and they give it back to me, he said, No. Because a child assumes that what you are giving to me is for me. That is why I would say that we should train it up a child the way he should go. And when he grows, he will not depart from it. When God created a garden of Eden, Adam and Eve knew no, no, no good, no bad. They were just innocent. That is how a child is born to the world. When a child comes into the world, he develops attitude. And I'm going to share with you how attitudes are developed. Attitude is developed by the way a person thinks. Let me have Proverbs 23 verse 7. I'll read it just the first portion. The portion. How a person thinks. For as he thinks in his heart, so is he. As a man thinks in his heart, so is he. You become who you, you are or your attitude is dependent on the way you think. Attitudes are developed by the way a person thinks. Number two, attitudes are developed by a person, the way the person sees. We all see differently. Am I lying? So, a lady who looks very beautiful to you may not look beautiful to him. That is why I said that beauty is in the eye of the beholder. So, you see a lady and like, wow! And Pastor Diamond like, what is that about this man? There's nothing. Because we, each of us sees differently. So attitudes are developed by the way a person sees. And the way a person interprets or understands what he sees. 
Sometimes somebody may say something and another person may understand it differently. Maybe that is not the idea you're trying to communicate or try to pass along. So somebody may be offended by what you have said, but to you, what you said was, has no offense because you, of the mind you had behind. So actions are developed by a way the person interprets things. When I was growing up, my, my grandmother had this kind of attitude. When they are growing and become very old, they, 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 they have a way of interpreting things. Sometimes, when you do your, when you do your hand like this, also when you're in the rough. When you, when you do your hand like this, she said, you're you 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 making fun of her. What has this got to do with making fun of you? You understand? So people interpret things differently. And then the third reason, the fourth reason, or the fourth way a person attitudes are developed are the way a person responds to what he sees. The way a person responds, how the person responds to the environment, to people. That is how attitudes are developed. We all think differently, like I said. We all see differently. We all interpret things differently. And we all respond to things differently. To our environment. How you think. Ends up affecting how you behave. And that is what is referred to as attitude. How you think. How you see things. How you interpret things. Ends up affecting how you behave. And that is what is called attitude. Let me have Romans 12 verse 2. Romans 12 verse 2. And do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed. Let's read this verse together, please. Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you may prove what is good and acceptable, perfect will of God. Bible says that until you change your mind, you can't change the way you behave. We are, who, we are who we are based on what we think. And until we change how we think, we cannot change how we behave. We can pretend that we have changed. But when a person says that he has overcome or pretends that he's calm, go and then step on the person's toes and see how the person will come out. Hallelujah. Somebody may pretend that, oh, they are holy. They are in the church. They are so holy. They are so involved in the church. But when they go outside the church and somebody offends them, see how angry they become. There's a woman who came to my office. She says she's a woman of God. She lives in, she, she lives in Brussels. And she came to the office to change her tickets. And the lady... Who was handling her is our administrator, our secretary. She's not too good at ticketing. So she was trying because we're obviously very, very busy. So she came to her sisters. And then once she was handling her tickets, she couldn't handle it because it was a bit complex. Very, very long routing. Going through Copenhagen, went through, came to Ghana, and she changed her ticket twice. And she wants to change again. The girl tried and tried, and they're like, she don't make calls to pastor. I said, Pastor, this one you have to handle it. It's okay. Just let her wait, I'll handle her. 
but I was handle I was handling a lot of people who were on me, like the very de- delicate issues were on me that I'm handling. So I took her to it. And it happened that we all forgot about her and she sat there for about 30 minutes. And this one got up and she came to the counter and come and see. She was misbehaving. She was so angry. What you have done, you pay for it. And then I was like, woman of God, you're behaving like this. And I was begging her and I was begging her and I was begging her. But she was still behaving. I tried so much to calm her down. And I told all others to wait. I handed her for her to go. And I gave her my number. And I'm sorry, please forgive us. And gave her my number. The police, if you can just call me, I beg you. Later on, about three or four days ago, I was there when she called me. Hey. I'm at the airport. I'm going back. I have 10 kilos extra. Can you talk to somebody to help me? Never say, please, please, who is this? I am the woman who came to your office. That, the woman of God who came to your office from Brussels. Now I'm saying, ah, oh. So you see, you never know when you need somebody. So when you misbehave today, tomorrow you go back to that same person and may need help. Hallelujah, somebody. So why, why godly attitude? Why godly attitude? Why, why, why the word, why the message God had godly attitude? Number one, we need godly attitude in every aspect of our lives. You need the right attitude to work with people. You need the right attitude to deal with people. You need the right attitude to marry and stay married. If you don't have a good attitude, you can't have a good marriage. And that is a fact. I was, when I was thinking about this word, I'm like, when even so your husband goes to, or your husband goes behind your back small, and then you catch, you catch him, it is not licensed to do what? Misbehave. Hallelujah. So you need a godly attitude in our marriages especially. We need a godly attitude. Sometimes we always having, we're having issues in our marriage. It's not because of the man or because of who you are as a person. What kind of attitude do you have? How do you react to these issues? We need godly attitude in our relationships, in our workplaces. Sometimes you may be you may be in a workplace where you you, you deal with people who have very bad attitude. Almost fine, yeah. They must find a time. They are, they are so they are so disrespectful, so insolent. But you need a good attitude to be able to live with such people. Sometimes we have a very a very a, a boss who has a very bad attitude, but you need a godly attitude to be able to live or work with that person amicably. Sometimes you may live in an environment, in a, a place where people in your area or people in the compound have very bad attitudes. They are so uncultured. You need a godly attitude to be able to live with them peacefully. Sometimes somebody may ask you, how are you able to live with this person? If you don't have a godly attitude, you can't live with people. Because we all have different attitudes and different characters. But God wants us all to portray the, portray the godly attitude, the nature of him. 
Hallelujah. Once you live among people, we need the right attitude to live with them. Because if you don't have the right attitude, people will easily offend you. Hallelujah. Number two, godly attitude will draw multitude to the church. Godly attitude will draw multitude to the church. Let me have Isaiah 2 verse 2 to 3. Now it shall come to pass in the latter days that the mountain of the Lord's house shall be established on top of the mountains and and shall be exalted above the hills and all nations shall flow to it. Listen to this. We are in the last days. And the Lord is about to elevate his church. Yeah. You didn't hear what I said. I said the Lord is about to elevate his church. But listen to this. Most people will draw to the church or run to the church based on the attitude we portray outside the church. The way you behave outside the church will either draw people to the church or away from the church. Somebody will say that, ah, because of your, your character, your behavior, I will not go to church. Hey, is there a person who says he goes to church and behaves like this? As for this person, I will not go. Sometimes you talk to people who, are not, who don't go to church and they will give you 10 reasons why. Hey, the way people they behave. What kind of attitude do we portray outside the church? Is there an attitude that draws people to the church or draws people away from the church? Hallelujah. Listen, we can do good evangelism by our own attitude. Character. The behavior to portray outside the church. What kind of information does it give to people? About the God that we serve. God is about to elevate the church, transform the church, draw many into the church. But what are the attitudes of those who are inside the church portraying to those outside the church? Ask somebody. I want you to ask somebody. Is your attitude bringing people to the church? Or taking people away from the church? It's the most dangerous thing that you are in the church. You claim to be a child of God. You are always in the church. And your behavior and your attitude puts people away. You are in the church, but you sit down and drink with people. Your friends, you drink with them. You smoke. And somebody will say, ah. But we do the same thing every now and then. So why should I go to church? Ask someone last Friday, where were you? Hallelujah, somebody. Once you are in the church, you must be transformed. Your attitude and behavior must drop into the church. You can't be in the church and behave some way outside the church. Because it has to do with God. Because it has to do with what? God. Once you come into the church, you are now a child of God. And there's a way that a child of God behaves. Because of the God who works with you. I always say sometimes, I would, my husband would do something, I'd be so offended in the house. I try and say that God is here. God, I cannot be, I misbehave. Because at the end of the day, you call me Pastor Hesba. Sometimes, when somebody calls me Pastor Hesba, no, I have you. Because he keeps on reminding me of who I am. 
Hallelujah. Because sometimes you guys are so angry and our office secretary she always calls me a pastor. Pa- pastor. And I, pastor, pastor. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> it means that Charlie, behave, 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 behave. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Let me have Acts 2 verse 46 to 47. So continuing daily with one accord in the temple and breaking bread from house to house, they ate their food with gladness and simplicity of heart. Praising God and having favor with all people. Look at this. Having favor with all people and the Lord added to the church daily those who were being saved. They were living at peace with all men. They behaving themselves and then God was adding to the church by the way they were behaving. David, they were behaving, their behavior. Listen, our attitude will draw multitude into the church. In Klagon, our attitude will draw multitude to the church. In your area where you live, your attitude will draw many into the church. Somebody will come and ask you, ah, where, where do you go to church? I want to go to church with you the next Sunday. You don't even have to tell that. You will come and tell you, I want to go to church with you because of the way you behave. When somebody offends you and they expect that you get angry, you're not angry. Somebody will deliberately do the things to hurt you, to get you angry, but you act as if normal. Attitude. Say attitude. Will draw many into the church. Number three. Godly attitude is connected to your progress or position in life. Godly attitude is connected to your progress or position in life. Let me have a relations one verse five to seven. Your attitude will take you to the top or will take you down. <laughs> and from Jesus Christ, the faithful witness, the firstborn from the death, and the ruler over the kings of the earth. To him who loved us and washed us from our sins in his own blood. Look at this verse. Has, let's read it together. Has made us kings and priests to God and Father. To him be glory and dominion forever and ever. Listen to this. When you become a born again, when you become a child of God, listen, your status in life changes. You are no more a nobody, but you are a prince. You are a princess. You are a noble. You are an honorable. But listen to this. There's a way that honorables behave. There's a way that kings behave. Even in our secular world. Those who who are born in the palace, they are trained on the way they have to behave. The way they have to talk. The way they have to walk, you know, their, their character and everything, they are trained. Look at, let's take our mind back to the Birmingham Palace. Hallelujah. In Birmingham Palace, they are trained on how to behave. How to interact with people. 
how to talk. They cannot misbehave because they are born in the palace. They are heirs to the throne. Anyone who wants to go to the top must watch how he behaves. Because if you don't behave, you can never go to the top. Hallelujah, somebody. It is not everyone who is born in the castle who ends up on the throne. Let me have Romans 7 verses 15 to 16. Let me have Romans, Romans 7, 15 to 16. For what I am doing, I do not understand. 15, for what I will, I will to do, that I will not practice. But what I hate, that I do. If then I do what I will not do, I agree with the Lord that it is good. Sometimes there's, you, you want to act, you want to behave right, but you, you cannot do what you want to do. Why? But I'll come there. Hallelujah. I'll come there. But I want to continue with this. There's a way that people at the top behave. Your behavior frames your life. Your behavior frames your life. It tells where you are going. Sometimes you may see a, an old schoolmate. And you realize that now he's a minister. Or he's, in the, he's among the top. You are not surprised because the person was, his behavior, the way he was, the person was behaving. Am I lying? You are not surprised. But sometimes too, you will see somebody who will misbehave and fool and fool and fool. And you end up later in life and you see the person, you are not surprised because, no, Jimmy. Hallelujah. Because sometimes your behavior shows where you are going in life. It shows the path. So your behavior, attitude, it frames your life. It defines your life. It shows how far you go in life. If you behave like a noble, you will go to where nobles are. If you behave like an, uh, an honorable, you, be, you will go to the top. If you behave like a princess, like a prince, like a princess, you will go up to the top. But if you misbehave, you'll be with those who are down. Hallelujah, somebody. Attitude frames or it maps up our life. Listen, the reason why God is giving out this word is because he wants to take you far in life. I said God wants to take you far in life. Hallelujah. You will stand out amongst your family. I said you will stand out amongst your family. You know, sometimes we question why, why, God, why God chooses this person over that person. Why did God choose that person over this person? Why did God choose um, uh, Jacob over, over Esau? Why did God, does God have favorites? Why does God have favorites? Why did God choose Joseph instead of any of his brothers? That God have favorite? God does not have favorites. God does not have favorites. But even though we are all his children, he chooses those who have the right attitude. He said, before you were formed in the womb, I knew you. God knows who we are. The way you think. God knows that Esau will misbehave because he cannot control himself when it comes to food. 
God knows. God knew that amongst Joseph's brothers, they were all so greedy and so envious. So he chose Joseph amongst all of them. You will not understand. But listen, God wants to choose you amongst the, your brothers and your sisters, among anybody in your family. God wants you to stand out. I said, God wants you to stand out. But it all depends on your, the way you behave. Hallelujah. Look at this. Anybody wants to become a CEO, anybody wants to become a president, anybody wants to become a whoever with a great title, they are all trained. They are all trained on the way you have to behave. Because at the top, there's a behavior that is required to be at the top. At the top, maybe in where you sell, listen, God will cause you to stand out. They will start calling you honorable in your area where you sell. They will start calling you, hey, I'm a in your area because even though you're not, so call, they call you a because of the kind of behavior actually you demonstrate. They'll call you a, a, an elder. They'll give you a title in your area depending on how you behave. Hallelujah. God is preparing us for the top. I said, God is preparing us for the top. The down is not our portion. It is not our portion to be down, to be among the commoners. Our position is at the top. Hallelujah, somebody. Maybe now, if nobody was to the top, you'd be the first in your family. Maybe now, if nobody has become so, so blessed, you'd be that person who will be blessed in the family. It depends on how you behave. How you conduct yourself. The attitude you portray outside. Who you are. You can't pretend to be who you are not inside. You can never pretend for long of who you are. Will you pretend that I am like this? Can I pretend for long? Never. Sometimes people marry and they are I, I get all phone calls from so many people almost yesterday was on the phone for one, for one hour. And the person was like, when the person called me, the person was telling me, he told me the issue and was like, wait there, there's nothing you can tell me. Sometimes there's something I have to tell you. That's what thing. I have to pack my things and leave the house. I'm so that There's something I have to tell you. Your attitude shows how wise you are. And I took her back to the Bible. I said, look at Abigail. The husband behaved foolishly. But how does she behave? Wisdom, tact, good attitude. And at the end of the day, when he went to talk to the, to the, to the husband, the husband was so like, ooh, what is how stupid that he has been? Attitude. At the end of the day, she became a queen mother. She was married to the king. Attitude is taking to the top. If you have a good attitude, even those who don't respect you, respect you. Hallelujah, somebody. Nobody can stand in front of you and insult you and and dishonor you or disrespect you if you don't have a good attitude. But listen to this. Even when somebody is insulting you, arguing, quarreling with you, and you keep quiet, do they continue? Oh, yeah, because why are you And you get honor. But as soon as you go on the same level with them, hey, you have changed your attitude, your, 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 your status from a noble to a nobody. When somebody steps on your toes, trying to get you angry, and you show anger, 
Listen, you change your status from a noble to a nobody. Attitude. Tell somebody attitude. Mind how you behave. Hallelujah. Because attitude is connected to our progress or position in life. Am I preaching to somebody this morning? You are a child of God. In the kingdom of God, attitude matters a lot. Attitude is very, very important because it is a channel through which God elevates us. It is not every prince that becomes a king. You can be a child of God and never get to the top if you don't behave yourself. If you don't comport yourself. You can be in the church. The church will be blessed. People will be blessed and you will not be blessed because of the way you behave. It's not the witches. No witch can do anything to you. No witch can touch you. Nothing. Where a curse does not have a cause, it doesn't work. So no witch can bewitch you if your attitude is godly. It's called Christ-like. They can't. Hallelujah, somebody. I said you can be a child of God and never rule, never be at the top if you don't behave yourself. God does not have favorites, but he always chooses people with the right attitude to rule. Now let me talk to you about nobles in the Bible became kings. Nobles in the Bible became kings. First Samuel 16 verse 1. Nobles in the Bible who became kings, who God took to the top. Jesse, okay, how the Lord said to Samuel, how long will you mourn for Saul, seeing I have rejected him from being, for reign over Israel? Fill your horn with oil and go, I'm sending you to Jesse, the Bethlehemite, for I have provided myself a king among his sons. God chose Saul to become a king. But Saul misbehaved. So his position was given to another person who was a nobody. But God chose God chose David among the sons of Jesse. Why David? Why David? David was somebody who comported himself wherever he find, found himself. Let me have First uh, Samuel 18, 14 to 15. David was somebody who had a good attitude. Oh yes, he had a very good attitude. First Samuel 14, 18, 14 to 15. And David behaved, behaved wisely in all his ways. And the Lord was with him. Let's go to verse 15. Look at verse 15. Therefore, Saul, when Saul saw that he behaved very wisely, he was afraid of him. Listen, your behavior, the way you behave, will cause people to fear you. There was somebody, God did not choose him because he had a, he was his favorite, but he, aside from the fact that he, he was somebody after God's heart and loved God, he was somebody who comported himself. He behaved like a noble. He didn't behave, misbehave himself. No, 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 no. At all times, wherever he found himself, he behaved himself. When, 
boy offend him. He said that, oh, leave them. I'm not going to attack them. Leave them. Maybe God will look upon what they are doing and then bless me. Good attitude. He comported himself. That is why David became a king. And one of the greatest kings of Israel. A king. Listen. If you, you and I will behave ourselves. Listen. Listen to this. As I preach to you right now. Eh, somebody's mind is wandering. Looking at somebody who is misbehaving. Or who's, who, who's, who doesn't have a call. But listen. God is not talking about that person. He's talking about you. But God is not talking to that person, but he's talking to you. When God started ministering to me, I saw myself and said, Ah, Hesma, behave yourself. Behave, because God is seeking your eyes somewhere. It's not somebody, it is you. If you will change, every one of us let us will change. God is going to bring people into the church. How are we going to behave? What kind of attitude we demonstrate? Saul was afraid of David because of the way he behaved, comported himself. Hey, do you know who you are? You are head to the throne. You are not a nobody. You, you are somebody before God. You are a child of a king. And there are ways that children of God, child of kings, behave. In the Bible, Bible says that a, a gentleman misbehaved. He went to the father and said, give me my, my, my part of the inheritance. And after he took the inheritance, he went away and fooled with his friends, misbehaving. And listen to this. He who was a child of a king ended up eating with pigs. He ended up eating with pigs. But when he came out to his sense and said, no, there's a way that I must be No, 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 that's not my portion. And he went back to his father's house. Bible said the father met him. And then put him a garment on his on him. Because when he was coming, his identity had changed from a noble to a nobody. So the father had to put a new garment, a royalty on him, and put a ring on his finger. I want to understand that. Listen, you I don't mind where you have been, but if you come up to our sense and know that I am a royal. I'm a head to the throne. Bible says I'm a king. I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a prince. I'm a princess. You mind how you behave. Hallelujah, somebody. Number two. Genesis 25, verse 23. And the Lord said to her, Two nations are in your womb. Two people shall be separated from your body. One people shall be stronger than the other. And the older shall serve the younger. Why did God choose Jacob over Esau? Bad attitude. Even from the, from the womb, God knew the, who they, they were. One person had the right attitude. An attitude of service. They was always serving. Working with the mother. Very serviceable. Very respectful. And Esau was so rough. Lack of self-control. So rough. 
When you get angry, the, everything in your heart must come down. So rough. You can't control your anger. So rough. Why would God choose you? Why would, why would not God choose you over your brother? And God could choose your brother to travel our brother. You are still in Ghana. Why? Attitude. Hallelujah, somebody. I believe that God is going to work on us big time this month. Yeah, God is going to work God, God is going to work on us because there's no way that he will work on us and not promote us. As soon as he works on us, then he means he's about to promote us. Some of us are about to get married. Yeah. Some of us are going to have kids. Some of us are going to travel abroad. He's going to open new doors unto us. But it depends on the attitude we demonstrate now. Because if God has not worked on us today and give some of us the opportunity of traveling abroad, we're going to misbehave there. Somebody will go abroad and they will end up in prison. Hallelujah. Change the way you behave. I'm changing the way I behave as well. And I'm going to behave right. I'm going to act right. Listen to this. Anybody who does not behave properly does not respect his own self. Anybody who, does, who doesn't have a good attitude, he doesn't respect his own self because if you don't respect yourself, how can somebody respect you? Somebody, a, lady, a lady came to our office and was collecting a bank. And then this lady was like, I told her, they said that money, some of the money has shown them to owe. Check, can it be a good form? Check. I handled the accounting in the office and I checked that if you have something, because every time she told me to check her, but they're coming too much. And I was at the counter, my, 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 my office one day said, call, call for this one, and I'm checking out here. And I went and said, is that the way to talk? I was not expecting to talk like this. Oh, Patrick, I'm sorry, when I'm, don't talk like that. Sometimes the way we talk is so bad. Then you talk to your husband so bad. I believe as we go on through this month, God will show us sometimes certain behavior. We don't think that certain behaviors are a bad attitude. Some of us, when you go to a, you, you are the, a, when is the time of the month, you are having a period. You behave bizarre. Just like what when you so you behave so bad and things like hormonal change is normal. It is not normal. It is foolishness. You have to control yourself as a woman. You are here at that time of the month because you misbehave. Am I preaching to somebody this morning? Yeah. Hallelujah. Yeah. There are some of us like that. When the time of the month, your behavior changes. Your husband knows that. Ah, mm, you do go. You go. Control yourself. Hallelujah. Number three, God chose Joseph. In Genesis 20, 45, verse 7 to 8, I'm not going to be diverse because God chose Joseph over all his brothers to become what? A prime minister. Why did God choose him? Right attitude. He had a good attitude. Even in, in Potiphar's house, he was behaving well. He wants to be at the top. You cannot get to the top until you learn how to behave yourself well. 
You want to promote it? God will not promote you till you act right. A position you don't respect, you can never earn. You don't respect those who are above you. How can it be above? In first, in first Chronicles 28, verse 5 to 6, Bible said that God chose Solomon amongst all the... And listen, he was the tenth son of David. God bypassed Adonijah, Absalom, all of them to the tenth son and ma- chose him to become the next king of Israel. Why did God choose him? Attitude. Good attitude. can be faithful in the house of God but can never rise to the top until you change the way you think you change the way you behave and you change the way you relate to people listen godly attitude can be developed there, there are so many things you cannot change about ourselves you can't change your height you can't change you can't change so many things about ourselves. You can't change your hair. You can't change anything about yourself. But when it comes to attitude, when it's connected to our destiny in life, you can change it. So even though you come from a family where there's the, nobody in your family has risen to the top, it doesn't mean that you also remain at the bottom. You can rise out to the top. Hallelujah. Yeah. As soon as you see attitude as um, hereditary, you deny yourself of breaking out of the barriers of your family. So your father is quick-tempered. Your mother was quick-tempered. They are so wild. They are so they, are, they, are, they like fighting. They are so aggressive. And that you see that, that that nature is also in you. And you, you refuse to work on it because all this one is, is, is a say attitude. It's an say attitude. It's a your father's limitation will be your limitation. Because you're not ready to work on yourself to break out and go beyond what your father could not do or could not achieve. Listen, attitude is not hereditary. It is not. It is not. You will never arrive or you never rise above the way you think till you change the way you think. How can I develop a good attitude? Listen to this. The Lord is telling me something right now. Say that there's a woman here. In your shop, you say you don't buy. You don't buy things from your shop. Those who have shop, let me see those who have shops in here. Those who are into selling and buying and selling. The Lord is talking to me right now. Yeah, They don't buy things in your shop. But when people come to your shop, what kind of attitude do you demonstrate? They put a whole man collab shop in Batadia. 
Wacha umpu. Umpu nkolano. Una una mama kasa hey hey I'm talking to somebody but I understand the tree I'm talking about. Una mama kasa hey hey. Akulane kwa kachobi. Na mimi wende chukua na onu kasa by heart. Una mama kasa kra. I mean we on team and So why do you expect people to come to your shop even if you pray and fast 40 days? Listen, until you 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 act right. Until you behave right. God will not bring customers to your shop. Because when you bring the customers to your shop, you use your attitude to drive them away. Because your your shop is big, you have things in your shop, you end up being so proud and so rude. Somebody's coming to buy a bread with one Ghana cities. I'm buying bread for 50 pesos. I don't have change. Go away. Am I lying? I don't have change. Go away. But if I was buying bread 20 Ghana cities and I bought 50 Ghana cities, you get up and go and look for change for me. Hallelujah. Listen. Sometimes you may have a business, but God brings angels to our shops. That's, that's what I'm just saying what God is telling me right now. He brings angels to the, bring customers to your shop. But sometimes we use our attitude to drive them out. Because that person who came who was nobody, God would have used that person to connect you to somebody else. And your, your name goes, oh, how the person behave towards you? How the person will even receive you in the shop? Respect even the little ones walking. Respect those who come in like beggars. Respect those who come in like poor. Because sometimes we'll pray and pray and pray. But if we don't act right, we'll push our own blessings away. This is the message the Lord wanted him to give to somebody in the church. And I believe the person who knows him is even myself. Hallelujah. The Lord is about to expand us. God to expand our coast. <laughs> There will be so many testimonies in the church that will blow our mind. Amen. The Lord is changing our level. Amen. It's just a matter of time. You, you, when you go home, eh, look at yourself in the mirror. If you like, take a picture of yourself right now. Hmm? In the next three years, you look at yourself and like, hey, it was that me. Hey, <laughs> it was this me. I saw a picture of myself. Facebook, so I picture four years ago. I'm say, hey, him and him. Because I see myself now and I said there's so much change. So much change. You look at your picture from now. You think today you have dressed down. You look four years ago and say, ah, was that me? Because you, let, you have become so blessed, so rich, you're, you're so prosperous. Because this dress there, now you can buy like 10 times it. Hallelujah. Amen. I say your level is changing. Amen. I see your level is changing. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Say I'm going far. I'm going to the top. So I'll behave well. Amen. Hallelujah somebody. Amen. Listen to this. You can never change your attitude if you don't think that you have a problem. What you don't admit, you can never work on. When I started preparing this word, um, my God, the God was talking to me. So God said to me, yes, but I'm taking you very far in life. But mind how you behave. Let me tell you something. I thought I have overcome quick temperament. 
I want that kind of lacra. The impatience bit. I thought I had dealt with it, but still day. God's talking to me about it. I'm like, work on yourself. Work on yourself. Because sometimes I'll be in a shop. Facebook is very, making me very, very popular. I'm, amazingly, my group, The Lessons Learning Married, the page I have, the book, I have over 100,000 people following me on Facebook. Sometimes I'll be in a shop and somebody will just come, hi. And I'm like, hi, hello. And then they're like, first the husband, I'm so... Facebook, listen to them. Oh, 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 oh. So I was telling my husband that, hey, if, I, if I'm going out, I don't have to dress well. Oh. I have to behave well because if I, you will never know. Hey, counseling for Facebook. Look at the way she's behaving. Hallelujah. One time I was, I was by the roadside, going into my car by the roadside, around Accra. Lady came to me. Hi, hi, hi. Hello. And I mentioned my, my, my name or something. Facebook, I'm so. Hey. me, Jimmy. Hey. Hallelujah. Listen, God is taking us to the top. So you have to behave, comport yourself. Wherever you find yourself, comport yourself. When people offend you, comport yourself. Because you are a noble, you're not a nobody. You are not honorable. Comport yourself. When I look in this church, I, I, I just look at my father and I'm like, God, just change me to become my, like my father. Because daddy is always smiling. If you want to be a model, look at our father. <laughs> They I want to be like him, eh? He doesn't have any idea. We do not say. Sometimes, even the way you communicate, I, I watch him. I'm watching, I'm learning from him. The way he behaves himself, the way we receive people. I'm looking at him. He doesn't know. If you want a role model, look at our father. How he behaves. Behave. Have you ever seen that quarrel outside before? <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> um, last Thursday, last Thursday, I was coming home, and then along the Labadi Road, somebody crossed me, eh, and I put my hand out, and I was going to do that. Mm, I'm so behave, behave, behave. <laughs> because I, I, I didn't want to say anything. So I'm like, ah. <laughs> no, I'm saying for something, I'm for behave, behave, behave. And then when I got close to the car, the person th- thought that I was going to insult him. I just said behave, and I just drove past. <laughs> I said behave, and I just drove past him. Quite because you never know. Hallelujah. Listen, behaviors you don't admit, you can never work on. This man, as we go home, listen, sit down, tell God, please talk to me. What are some of the behaviors that are delaying the progress in my life? God is about, God has, the man of God prophesied, God has opened my doors. Mary, you're getting married. Hallelujah. 
if you think you're not, unless you don't want to marry again. But God has released certain grace upon the church. When, listen, when Prophet Barton came here, he, even his preaching, not Prophet Barton here, but even the, uh, Auntie, my, my, uh, Pastor Rosemary, when she was, she was her preaching, what she was prophesying to the church. And I was so, it was not necessarily the prophecy that came, but even their ministering, they were confessing to the church. Please prepare yourself, oh. Behave yourself, oh. Because somebody's watching you, oh. Somebody wants to propose. But because of the way you're behaving. Mm. So this girl is nice, oh. I want to propose to this girl, but mm, the way she behaves. This man is fine, oh. I, I wish this man can... I like this man, oh. But the way he dresses, mm. Nishu. <laughs> Hallelujah. Listen, let's behave ourselves. Let's behave ourselves. Wherever you find it. Behaviors you cannot ad- admit, you can never work on. I started thinking about myself when I started praying this. I said, God, I have to behave myself. Because sometimes I misbehave. Sometimes people have certain bad attitude that they use the attitude to affect you. Do you know attitude, bad attitude is infectious? Sometimes you're in a very good mood and somebody will use a bad attitude to affect you. It's it's infectious. Bad attitude is infectious. Because you're in a good mood. You're very unhappy. And somebody will just come and offend you. Somebody even chocho. Oh, but I don't know how to do it. I don't know how to do it. I don't know Hallelujah. Hallelujah. People will hear about you. Go, of course, to be noticed in your family. Your boss will notice you. Your friends will notice you. Because your elevation becomes so, so, so evident. People will see it. But please, admit who you are. Admit your weakness. Admit who I am. I, I admit who I am. I can't tell you all, but I told you two of my, I'm missing who I am. I'm working on myself big time. This month, let's work on ourselves big time. Let me have um, Philippians 4 verse 8. I'm, I'm closing. Philippians 4 verse 8. Number two, decide cannot change. Decide to change the way you think. Decide, I'm going to change. He said, finally, brethren, whatever things that are true, whatever things that are noble, when he said noble, it's respectful, whatever things that are just, whatever things that are pure, whatever things that are lovely, whatever things that are good reports, if there's any virtue, if there's anything praiseworthy, meditate. Meditate means think of these things. Mind the things you think about. Your husband has offended you. You've been thinking about it. You've been thinking about it. It ends up affecting how you relate to him. Somebody has offended you. You think about it. Think about it. It ends up affecting how you relate to him. But sometimes, I do it to myself. When somebody offends me, I tell them, hey, forget about it. I tell myself, forget about it. I move on. What are the things that you think about? You can never change how you behave until you change the way you think. What are the things you think about? 
You are in control of your mind. You are in control of your mind. Mind what you think about. Mind what you see. Mind how you interpret things. Somebody, somebody offends me, I tell the person, you don't know what the person is going through. Because when there's no smoke without fire. So when somebody is behaving some way, somebody, the person is frustrated in life. And I believe as you go through the months, we'll let you know some of the things we have to work on. Some of the things we think is normal, it's nothing. A lot, a lot was telling me aggressiveness is a bad attitude. You're so aggressive. You look at the way people drive on the road. It, it, the way you drive shows your attitude. So aggressive. Hallelujah, somebody. So let's mind what we think about. If you have a poverty mentality, you always beg. <laughs> If you have a poverty mentality, you always look for people to, but you may broke you. You always look for people to. If you are somebody who thinks like that, I'm, I'm going to identify somebody in the church who will help me. You, 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 you have a mind of mediocrity. Your mind is shallow. Figure out how you're going to work to earn something. What can I do? That I think always said that you go and carry things to earn money. If you listen, nobody in the church must beg anybody for anything. And we're going to talk about that one the power of positive attitude, the power of positive attitude. Listen, God is going to bless you. But if you don't have the right attitude, you don't think right. You don't think right. There are things that prayer does, though. He said, faith without works is what fruitless. There are things that prayer does. There are things that if you pray and pray and pray, will not move. God will not move you if you don't move yourself. Am I preaching to somebody? So please mind the things you think about. Mind your mind. Mind your mind. The things you think about. Because what you think about ends up affecting how you behave. Hallelujah. Number three. Decide to change the way you see and interpret things. Sometimes we easily make wrong assumptions. Or the reason why somebody is behaving the way the person is behaving. And sometimes when we make the wrong assumptions, we think that it's right. You think I'm being some way. But you don't know why I'm acting the way I'm behaving. Hallelujah. Don't make assumptions and think that the person looked at me some way. The person who me not know again who be saying to or a mean some mean or yes, I don't know. Eh me and end up affecting how you relate to the person because oh home no yet no home baby. Oh home or you need to chain. Maybe for you the person has not even seen you. So when you see the person, you so please mind the way you see and mind the way you interpret things, because what you interpret may not be so. There are people who deliberately do it. 
But others, they may, they, they might, sometimes you may be looking this way. The person thinks that they are seeing him, but the mind is, you have not seen the person. The person's mind is far. And because of that, you are so offended. Mind the way you interpret things. Mind the assumptions you make about people. My last one. Are you being blessed this morning? Be willing to work on yourself. Number four, my last point. Be willing to work on yourself. The moment you see that your art is becoming better, know that you're on the way to the top. Listen, habits are, habits are developed by a repeated, uh, I don't know how to put it, anything that you do it over and over and over again becomes a habit, becomes a part and parcel of you. So if you want to work on your attitude, you have to start working at it. Make the attempt. Be, be conscious. Let's kind of be on our feet. I believe that the Lord is preparing us for the top. We didn't come this far for nothing. God did not bring us this far for nothing. What he has said he would do concerning you and I, he would do it. But he wants us to repair ourselves. It doesn't matter what time it is. It doesn't matter the 11th hour. What God has said he would do, he would do it. I want to lift up your hands. Say, Father, in the name of Jesus, I admit my bad attitude and I want to work on it. Release your grace upon me in the name of Jesus. Let's up your voice, begin to pray. Help us, Lord. Help us, Lord. Oh, in the mighty name of Jesus. Say, Father, in the name of Jesus. Do not let the limitations of my family, of my parents, be my limitation. As I work on my attitude, take me to the top. In Jesus' name. Let up your body begin to pray. Limitations of your family will not be a limitation. The limitations of your father and your mother will not be a limitation. Where they did not rise to be, you go beyond that place. Ah, but as we work on our attitude, oh God. As we behave ourselves, oh God. As we comport ourselves, oh God. Take us to the top, Lord. Take us to the top, Lord. In the name of Jesus. Jesus' children were all nobles. Bible says that when the prophet Samuel went to Jesus' house, he saw his first son. He was a noble. He looked like a king. But God did not choose him. But God chose David. God chose kings amongst nobles.
Say, Father, the name of Jesus. Let me be that person in my family who will rise to the top. Let me be that person in my family that will go to the top. Let me be the Joseph in my family. Let me be the Jacob in my family. Let me be David in my family. In the name of Jesus, take me to the top, oh God. In the name of Jesus, lift up your voice, begin to pray. Take me to the top. Talk to God, talk to God, talk to God, talk to God. Take me to the top. The top is where I belong. I will never miss my place. I will never miss my place. Help me to develop godly attitudes. Attitude that will take me to the top. An attitude that will sustain me at the top. Thank you, Heavenly Father. We honor you and we bless you for your word. What a great blessing. What a great privilege to receive a word in season. Our month of godly attitudes. We pray that let this word register in our hearts. Let this word continue to speak to us. In every moment that you find ourselves, let the word speak to us. Whenever ungodly attitudes want to come out of us, let this word speak to us, Lord. Let the grace to walk in godly attitudes be released upon us from today. Help us to identify our weaknesses in our character, our weaknesses in our attitudes. Give us a grace to admit them and give us a grace to change and to work on them so that we can get to the top. We will never lose our place at the top. We will never lose our place at the top. In the name of Jesus, we will never lose any precious thing you have given to us because of our bad attitudes. You will connect us to men and women because of our godly attitudes. In the name of Jesus, we thank you, Heavenly Father. Blessed be your name forever. In Jesus' holy name. Amen.